you from the yellow kitchen. It's hate watch, great watch. What? You wanted this. Coming at you. <laughs> Coming at you. I'm Allison Yukulis here with Hunter Bush. Coming at you. What movie did you pick for us to watch today? Uh, we watched Four Brothers from 2005. Starring Sir Marcus Wahlberg. Mm, yes. Yeah. And uh, Tyrese. Yeah. Who has a last name? What is it? Gibson? Gibson. Is yeah. that true? Yeah. Yeah. Technically. But he goes by the mononym, Tyrese. Yeah. Andre 3000. Yeah. yeah. Which he also goes by his yeah, the mononym, working name. I the mononym and mononym number. Right. Uh, and Garrett Hedlund and Terrence Howard and Josh Charles. And uh, she would tell. She uh, would tell Edgy for possibly. I think that's close. It's close. Yeah. Uh, and the lovely Sofia Vergara. The very mm. lovely, and in this very crazy Sofia Vergara. Always lovely. Always crazy. Always kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> At least a little bit. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, Tina, before we talk about the movie, why did you bring us this movie? I mean, Four Brothers has a lot in it. That is worth talking about. It does. And Allison had not yet seen Four Brothers, which I think sure didn't. is a cardinal sin, at least in <laughs> I, my life. I was a junior in high school when this came out. I, just I don't it. see how that is relevant. <laughs> my old roommate had, I believe, like four different copies of this DVD. What, like different editions? No. <laughs> he'd travel a lot and uh, he'd get bored on the road and like buy cheap DVDs to watch uh, in his hotel room and I guess he really really liked Four Brothers or kept forgetting he watched it and was like oh it's like $3 you know it's always like a $3 DVD so um, I was like hey do you know you have like multiple copies of this and he was like oh I guess I do you I was know- like can I have one he's like yeah sure <laughs> That's how I got. Uh, that's how I got my copy of Four Brothers. You know, I did that recently on like Netflix or some streaming thing or something. But it was with Gone Baby Gone. I watched it, and then at some point, I was like, "Oh, I've, I think I've heard about this." And I started watching it again, then realized I had already seen this movie. Oh yeah, Four Broco. <laughs> Four Broco. Um, so it's not the same. I wanted to. No, I wanted to mention. This movie starts with a uh, the Paramount logo of the mountain, mm. but like snow blows over all of it, like it's fucking like the day after tomorrow. <laughs> like you know how they only do that for certain movies; yeah. they'll yeah. change like the intro graphic. But with this, there's like snow blowing all over, and I was like, I remember this movie like taking place during like the worst blizzard of 2005 or something. No, it doesn't. There's just snow in it. It just takes place in Detroit. Well, yeah, but I mean, not to skip ahead, they do wind up in like the snowy lake area lake champlain oh i thought you were gonna even talk about the car chase because there's 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 snow in this bit but like it's like a skosh less than fargo skosh it's good yeah all right i think fargo's only about snow i mean i've never seen fargo but (sighs) dude i'm sorry (laughs) yeah you gotta watch Fargo. yeah Um, you give you're giving me shit about not seeing four Four brothers brothers. and you haven't seen fargo They're not comparable, for one, except for the snow. You have no idea. You haven't seen it. It doesn't matter. It's about snow. Tyrese's performance in Fargo is among the best performances I've ever seen in my life. 
I don't think you've seen Fargo. (laughs) What you're missing from this podcast, just so you know, is a little bell. Bell. Yeah, because, okay, so my brother's got a podcast. I'm not going to plug it. But he has a little bell when things go awry. (laughs) You know, when you're, you're going down the wrong road. And you ding the bell to bring you back. And I think this Fargo road needs a bell. So four brothers. Yeah. And we're um, back. That's the bell. Four brothers. Um, Starts so with the... Opens with Aunt May. <laughs> teaching a lesson to Darnell, who's yeah. going to steal some candy. And uh, Samir, the clerk, uh, appreciates her efforts. I do have questions about this scene, though. This is like a little corner store, right? This yeah, is a little like, bodega. Yeah, it's a little bodega. It's 11 o'clock at night, and she goes to the bodega for a turkey for Thanksgiving. Why is she at the bodega buying a turkey for Thanksgiving at 11 o'clock at night? Yeah, it's, it's gonna, it takes a while to defrost and prep. Well, Thanksgiving's not the next day. No, no yeah, it's a few, it? because it, cause it's it a few happens, days, because it happens right after a funeral. Oh, right, spoilers. is when they have... This whole thing is going to be spoilers. I'm just like, somebody right. always gets mad at me. Well, see, I like that you did that because I didn't know the rules and I didn't want to speak oh, no, too it's far totally fine. here. But... It's totally fine. We're, it's a podcast. We're going to talk about a movie for like an hour and, and maybe more. Can't also, be mad about spoilers. A lot of them are like old. They've been out for... It's... This is the most recent film. This yes. This is from a year really? that starts with a two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So John Singleton directed this movie, which Tina pointed out. They mentioned that twice, in case you forgot, in the last five minutes. Uh, there's another funny credits bit um, after Evelyn is uh, murdered in this bodega. Yeah. Oh, wait. So there's a, there's a robbery, robbery, and the clerk gets killed, yeah. and she gets killed, and then we're over to her funeral while the credits are going. Oh, also, it reminded me of the beginning of Death Sentence, because that also happens with a yeah. murder in a uh, convenience yeah. store. And then leads to a ton of revenge. That uh, that was uh, Kevin Bacon, not Marky Mark. Can't call him Marky Mark. He's gonna find you now. He's real mad about it. I'll say it three times. See if he shows up. Don't Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. He hey, what's up, up, bro? He doesn't show. <laughs> I'm telling you, doing the whole podcast like that now. That's the hey, what's up, bro? I heard you got a problem with me being Marky Mark. <laughs> but he doesn't show up. It's just the funky <laughs> because they're literally not doing anything right. else. <laughs> they're always available for when somebody decides to do this at a sleepover. I, but... I think it's because I'm missing a mirror. I didn't do it into a mirror, so now he's not here. Yeah. Oh, but so Sir Sir Marcus Wahlberg. Uh-huh. Is uh, after the funeral, he's driving uh, back to back to Evelyn's house to meet with his brothers uh, and, and talk, and they're playing Trouble Man, the song Trouble Man. And when the phrase Trouble Man is said, Mark Wahlberg title appears on the screen. I was like, oh, he probably asked for that, right? It's in his contract. <laughs> yeah. Like he, wants a, sure. he wants a real strong music sting when his credit pops up. It is very foreshadowing. He goes crazy in this. Oh, yeah. He's he's, he's... basically a Tasmanian devil <laughs> struggling to hide a Boston accent. <laughs> well, he's just Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. yeah. This is not acting. This is his Well, I think regular... I think the correct term is method. Yeah, it's a method, all right. He never, ever breaks character. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> ever. On set, off set, after the movie's done, on the red carpet, yeah, doing sweeping. a different More movie. Still Bobby Mercer. <laughs> Still Bobby Mercer. He was Bobby Mercer from the day he was born. <laughs> he was born for this. 
He's actually really good at this, though. Like, this is a fun, really, really fun movie. He's really good at it. A lot of their performances feel very, very natural and real. It's good. Like, it's cool. It's hard to get a good rapport sometimes in movies, you know, yeah. especially playing family and stuff. But no, they're really good. He's very funny in this Mark Wahlberg. All right. <laughs> so we have a funeral. You know, we have kind of like the, the wake or whatever afterwards yeah. and the cops show up and they're... Yeah, they're at like... the house of Andre 3000. Um, But yeah, so uh, Lieutenant Green... And uh, detective, I forget his name. Fowler. Fowler, yeah. yeah. They show up and they're like, you know, it was a gang thing and we have a witness. We're looking into it. Don't do anything. <laughs> don't take the law into your own hands, Mark Wahlberg. And he was like, what's that, bro? I couldn't hear you. <laughs> couldn't hear you over me trying to suppress this Boston accent. <laughs> you want Wahlberg's. Oh, that's good. Hey, bro. <laughs> you can just leave it at that. Hey, bro, what's up? Hey, did you go see that new Transformers movie? Nah, nobody did. <laughs> That's not true. That was a very popular movie. It's just garbage. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right. Yeah. We get a little intro to that. And um, I uh, think the point we were making, though, is that they are brothers. Yeah. We didn't get to that. Um, oh, but what I was going to say was, um, so while the rest of them dress, you know, kind of normal, whatever, Garrett Hedlund as Jack is like a little kind of glammy punk rocker kid with like a leather jacket. And sometimes it kind of looked like he had eye makeup and... Sometimes he had, like, a rockabilly sort of hairstyle, and sometimes yeah. it was very, like, shaggy guy in Oasis thing. Every all now, the hairstyles. Yeah, every now and then it gets a little Rod Stewart-y. Yeah, almost. yeah, it's, it's kind like, of a mullet deal. Yeah. They gave him these weird, it's like a long, wispy sideburn, yeah. like, pointy sideburns. It is very, Rod Stewart is a good call. It's very yeah. Rod Stewart. Um, they are brothers because brothers. they grew up in a foster care system. Yes. Yeah, well, Evelyn adopted con- them. They were considered the lost causes, so Evelyn adopted them, and that's why they are brothers. There's and- actually a line between the cops uh, saying uh, they're congressmen compared to what they would have been, which I thought was funny, because I'm like, that's not really saying a lot anymore. It's no, not a, a super high bar, no. That was a much better line in 2005, probably. Yeah. Maybe. There were a lot fewer uh, sex scandals, etc. Right. <laughs> yeah, so after the wake, uh, they're staying in, you know, Evelyn's house. Yeah, and it is actually Thanksgiving then, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a day or two after the funeral, whatever. Um, it's actually Thanksgiving, yeah, and they, they have, have a dinner together, yeah. This was kind of, we, it's not a huge thing, but I was like, wait a second. Because they, they sat down to Thanksgiving dinner, they're eating. They kind of all in turn, except for Mark Wahlberg, see Evelyn. Kind of a force ghost situation. It's kind of yeah. a kind of an Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, sitting there talking to them, you know, telling them like she with their mouth shut and you know all that kind of stuff. All the mom things. Yeah, mom, mom stuff. And it's it's, it's sweet. It, you know, it's nice. Yeah. And then Mark Wahlberg's like, "Well, fuck this shit. Let's go play hockey uh, like you do." <laughs> after eating a fucking after Giant gobbling turkey. down a yeah. turkey dinner, let's go play hockey. <laughs> Which I was like, "Oh no, thank you." I, I they barely ate. He was just kind of like, screw this. Uh, uh, Tyrese is fucking going at it. Yeah, but Mark Wahlberg <laughs> is finishing his drink. He's like, let's go play hockey. And then when they, but then when they go, they cut to the hockey game after that. It's like middle of the day. It's like bright yeah. daylight. I was like, I thought it was late. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know we, if that was me. He played Thanksgiving at like three. I, I guess. But that's. I think, you know what I think it is? Because I think I felt the same way. In the room that they're sitting in, yeah. it looks extremely dark. Because like the room is like a real dark red or whatever. And there's no real light coming in from anywhere yeah so i think it just gives the impression that it's nighttime more likely i don't want to i don't want to miss this right around this time is when we get the introduction of sofia vergara yeah um (laughs) with tyrese saying he's gonna go get some air and inexplicably to the audience everyone else is like get the fuck out of here gonna go get some air she doesn't want to see you he's like "Mm -hmm, what are you talking about guys (laughs) 
And it's Sofia Vergara. And then they cut to them running naked through the street being shot shot at at from a car. And they smash cut right the fuck away from that. I mean, (laughs) she's got a coat. She just doesn't have a lot underneath the coat. Yeah, they're they're in their underwear or whatever. But they're wrapped. They're carrying clothes. He's wrapped in a blanket. Yeah. And she's got part of a blanket and and a a jacket. Yeah, coat thrown over. It's a great. They're running from, I guess, ex now boyfriend. Yeah. As of like five minutes ago. Yeah. Who is shooting at them from his car? Here's the thing. I want to know. I, I don't need like a whole. It doesn't have to be its own whole thing. But I would really like to know what. Nah, yeah. fuck it. We got more movie. I, I want to see Tyrese like roll up to the door and just be like, hey, yeah, <laughs> basically I mean, kidnap her. Like, oh, good. Let's go. I would have appreciated an extra scene. It is a really funny smash cut. It's weird. This movie it has like action scenes and it. it's a very like seems oh yeah on the surface to be like a straight up kind of action movie revenge thriller type thing. But like there's some stuff that is like hilarious. Yeah, well, so like, and that's one that that smash cut is like so funny to me. A lot of this is just doing like real funny dialogue, yeah, and then every so often there is like just a balls out you know action sequence. There's maybe like four or five really decent ones in the movie. Yeah. So it's not like you're spending a lot of time doing that. It's not your adrenaline fueled, whatever. No, no, but when they show up, they are like very satisfying. You have yeah. a lot going on. It's well choreographed, regardless if it's a car chase or a fight scene. Yeah. They're really going for it and yeah. they're good. Uh, that Those scenes, I think for my money, that's where John Singleton, it's, it's his best work in this movie. Uh, I thought like, I was like, Oh, like this is what really like felt like it was hitting a stride. You know, a lot of the other stuff is fine there's a couple things in it that are really clunky to me direction wise camera work wise and things felt really strange but like nothing like ruined the movie for me but sometimes there there was like there's like a weird pan back from like a zoom like the shot starts zoomed all the way in that pulls back and like it's a it's very weird it's very strange and like stagey and odd it it seems kind of surreal almost but uh, they also, right before Thanksgiving, uh, Tyrese and Andre 3000 start fighting. Oh, yeah. They're, like, horsing around <laughs> yeah. wrestling. Tyrese is throwing uh, the spiders from uh, from Record 45s, little things that like, yeah, fit yeah. on a normal size spindle. Um, he's throwing them at Mark Wahlberg and Andre. And uh, then Andre 3000 starts, like, fighting and wrestling with him. And Mark Wahlberg calls them the gorgeous black ladies of wrestling. That is, I love that scene. I love it so much. I mean, I also like it just from the sheer thing that, like, you know, I, I said this when we watched the movie, it's really funny how when you have siblings, you can be grown adults, and then you spend, like, five minutes with them, and you're back to doing, like, kid shit. Right. Like, I still can't go on car trips with my brother without him kicking my seat. <laughs> Seriously. Like, all, all the, like, annoying little dumb things that we used to do growing up still all happen, even though we are grown adults now. My thing is, I love his whole commentating. Well, Wahlberg, yeah. Yeah, he, he just decides he's going to commentate this entire mini fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this entire match, yeah. brief wrestling right. match. Yeah. And that's my favorite part of it. It's like he's just, he just jumps right into it. Okay. I think I think there's a good bit of improv. In like, it, it feels like it because yeah. a, lo- a lot of like some of the best stuff feels very like off the cuff. Very natural and yeah. quick. Yeah, it was good. Uh, the, a lot of the dialogue is really, really good. Uh, so after they inexplicably play hockey in the day, yeah. they find out about their inheritance 
Yeah, they're going through her, like, you know, deposit box and stuff. Andre 3000 takes them to the warehouse he's flipping. Yeah, he's got, like, a whole plan. He's getting, like, a redevelopment loan and he stuff. He says, like, uh, it's, the first floor is going to be, like, luxury offices and storefronts and things and whatever. Right. Yeah, okay. And then, because their whole real goal is to find out what happened to Evelyn, well, that's when they go to the bar, right? Yeah, they yeah. go to the bar and stuff, and, you know, they're, like, kind of finding out about more about the holdup and everything. And the Andre says he doesn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, like, he's like, you know, mom would have been the first to forgive these guys, and, you know, he doesn't want to get involved, so we spend now a lot of time with just three brothers yeah, This movie around. is mostly three brothers. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of... We will get to why it's mostly Different three brothers. Oh, yeah, it shuffles. Yeah, shuffles yeah, the shuffles brothers. Them, but, yeah, it's mostly three at a time. Three brothers at a time. It's like uh, Final Fantasy games. Technically, you had, like, a roster of, like, 20 characters by the end of the game, but you can only have four at a time. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's exactly like that, guys. It's a little bit like that. Final Final Fantasy. Nerd. You know, just because you enunciate it doesn't make your point Final more fantasy. No, yeah, I, I had that play in uh, Final Fantasy X where I put a lot into Yuna and then they took her. Yeah. And I'm like, you bastards, why didn't I see this coming? Okay, so I think Mark Wahlberg might be a Final Fantasy character. Oh, yeah. He needs he... bigger hair, but, but pretty close. Yeah, because... Yeah. I mean, he does some magical things. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg is kind of low-key a superhero named the Bricklayer. <laughs> That's absolutely the case, because he puts a brick back together. That is yep. coming up. We'll talk we'll about get that. There. We will get there. Stay tuned Stay and find tuned. out why. Ooh, no, he might be an earthbender. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so after uh, drinking the bar, uh, sans Andre 3000, uh, we Man. have... They go visit the store, right? First, they go to that like warehousey thing or whatever with uh... right. Oh, I remember. Yeah, they pretend to be cops and they raid yeah. this like it's like a... some kind of weird. Yeah, it's like a hangout spot. Yeah, warehouse looking place or whatever. Like some bobo club. Or, yeah, I, like kind of like club maybe. It kind of looked like know. the one time I went to a rave. Yeah, so they they send most people packing. They corner a guy, put a lot of Mark gasoline Walter on. Mark playing a guy pretending to be a police officer is kind of great. Yeah, <laughs> that whole scene is good. But I also that's one of those scenes I think is a lot of improv. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would imagine so. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Yeah. So um, they they strong arm uh, information out of him. And he's like, oh, the cops told you it was gang stuff, and it wasn't, they said it happened around 11 o'clock, and they have a witness that was playing basketball, and they turned the court light out at 10. How could they have seen anything? Which is like a really stupid response, to be perfectly honest. Listen, I love this movie, but there are holes. <laughs> um, you mean to tell me that people don't play basketball on a court that doesn't have lights on it? Because I live across the street from one. Yeah. And I can tell you that that doesn't stop anybody from playing basketball. They yeah. just play it in the dark. Yeah, if there's not much else to do. So, and also, when they are when they go there, which is, that's where they go next, put this gasoline-covered <laughs> kidnap victim in our car, and we'll go. But um, it's in a residential, you know, like... Right, it's... There's streetlights. Right, and yeah. Yeah. it's fine. So they're waiting, it's and the it's willing like... willing suspension of disbelief. It's right. like 10.03, and they're about to, like, you know, murder, murder, murder this kid. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, lights are still on, man, or whatever. And then they turn off. <gasps> yeah, just in the nick of time, because he was about to get beat down. Well, he gets beat down anyway, because he doesn't shut up. Yeah, well, that's his own fault. And Ty- Tyrese... <laughs> Tyrese quote unquote punches this kid. It's like a, at least a foot away from his yeah, face. He doesn't even come close to actually hitting this kid. No, there's it's not no even way. Believable. There's no way the way they are standing <laughs> that that punch connected with any part of that man. No, yeah. it's great. 
So, looking but for... But it's a good-looking punch. Yeah, I mean, he still falls at the right time. It yeah. works itself out, it, but... It kind of, it's another one of those moments that's, like, kind of funny. There's actually a couple of punches in this movie that are just, like, it almost has a, like, they cut a frame out. Like, right. It's, it's like, oh, we're standing here, and I've just punched you. Like, bam, I've already punched you. Well, the thing about it is it's in the distance. It's, yeah. like, blurry because Mark Wahlberg's in the, fr- the, the front forefront, of the frame. The foreground, yeah, foreground. So they can get away with it being, like, yeah. shoddy, but... It's funny, man. If you're paying attention, it's worth looking at because it's it, funny. There's a couple, yeah, there's a couple of real good sucker punches in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, so in search of new leads, they go to the bodega, and uh, the owner, or whatever. Yeah, yeah I guess he's the he's landlord. Or something. He's yeah. either the owner, or the new owner, because yeah. Samir has died. Yeah. yeah. Um, he shows them the uh, security footage from that, and, you know, uh, Mark Wahlberg uh, says that it like, doesn't add up, because the guy's got the money, but he still goes around uh, an aisle to basically shoot Evelyn. Yeah, I mean, she's hiding, and yeah. they go looking for her. Yeah. yeah, she's hiding at the far end yeah. of the store. It's kind of emotional, because they're basically watching their mother get killed, and very sad. But they get to see roughly who they're looking for, and they ask the guy, like, oh, you know, the police were asking people around here about stuff, you know, who'd they talk to? And they get a description of the guy that allegedly saw the gang stuff go down in the... Yeah, the, um, the, the, the owner, landlord or whatever, says that... So the cop's talking to a couple people, but one guy a lot more than the others. And he gives them a description. He says he's a big dude, wears sweats all the time, no matter what the weather, and has a fro. And then Mark Wahlberg loses his entire this mind. This is my most oh, yeah. favorite scene of the whole movie. <laughs> Yeah. Mark Wahlberg goes dog day afternoon yeah. in the middle of this fucking high school yeah. basketball game. Yeah, or like, it's incredible. Yeah. They, they break up like a you know actual ball game yeah. where people have like you know team jerseys on. All oh yeah, the it's same like, I think it's like a yeah. high school game. Or yeah, like it is. A college yeah. Game or, yeah, it's definitely a high school game. Yeah. Oh my god, it's yeah. so funny. The stands are full of people, and Mark Wahlberg walks on the court, takes the ball. One of the fucking players goes at him. He hits him in the face with the ball, throws him on the ground, and pulls his gun out yeah. and starts waving it around. And I just threw that. And he goes, go. I got the rock now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I got the rock now. There's so many good lines in that scene. Oh. Like, not only does he flip out and has the entire the entire gym screaming at him. While he's waving a gun It's around. literally like, yeah, it's like and, 200 people are right. always like... And you. Jerry, Andre 3000, is yeah. like trying to calm him down. When it's he pulls, not working. When he pulls no. the... When Mark Wahlberg pulls the gun out, <laughs> Andre 3000's response, like his face is so good. It's so good. Because he's just like, oh, shit. Oh, and then, and then he's like, well, now I gotta defend my brother. Yeah. So now, and even it comes close to him, he's pushing Yeah, away. they're both... They're, yeah. And yeah. At, at this point, Jack sees somebody take off out the door when yeah. he gives the description of who was yeah. talking to the cops. Mark Wahlberg is saying, like, he's this, he looks like this, and he's got a throne and sweats and so, whatever. Jack chases after him, um, and so he chases after him. Tyrese goes the other way. They corner him in a hallway. It's a total, it's a total Finn Tutuola move. Yeah, he hits him with a door. Yeah. That happens yeah. a bit in uh, Law and Order. I I realized is uh, Ice T hits a lot of people with doors. It happens like yeah, two I, or three times. The perp will turn and try to run from whomever. And Ice-T will either pop out from behind a door and grab them, or just straight hit them with a door. Yeah. And it works every time. Oh, I it never does. noticed that, but you're absolutely right. It's great. It and he, you know what? He's great at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, he's made for that. He oh, sells yeah. the shit out of it every time. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and at this point, Jack motion, runs back into the gym, motions to them that they've got the guy. You can stop 
inciting right. a riot. Yeah. So then Mark Wahlberg stop threatening Thanks everybody. the entire gymnasium. Throws out a assalamu alaikum. Oh my oh, god. Which yeah. is my favorite. Oh, and then as he's walking god. towards the hallway, Jerry's like crazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like the look on his face is so genuine. Like he's just like, I can't believe I have to deal with this. I, that had to be a blast. Oh my god. And like so, if that if that's as, as as improv as I would think it is. Right. Uh, Mark Wahlberg must have just had a blast. Oh, yeah, for sure. Where he's just like, I'm going to lose my shit in this. Yeah, because, every, like, everybody knows villains get to have the most fun, and if you are a guy with a gun holding a yeah. high school basketball also, game like, hostage, yeah, it's, it's, you're the villain. It's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, it's totally insane. It's crazy. It's the craziest thing to happen in a movie basketball game, and I'm counting Teen Wolf. <laughs> it's crazier than Michael J. Fox turning into a werewolf. Well, that's essentially what happens. Yeah, this is kind of... <laughs> this is a, it's a very similar transformation. <laughs> Mark Wal- this is Mark Wahlberg as a werewolf. I got a gun. Now I've got a gun, bro, like a werewolf. What? <laughs> I'm just like a werewolf, dude. <laughs> I was just like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we no. kind of all do. Like, it, it's it's about halfway through the movie or something where somebody straight up says, like, yeah, Mark Wahlberg's a loose cannon. Right. Uh, actually, I think Green. Yeah. yeah, I think Terrence Howard says that when he's uh, briefing Josh Charles plays his partner yeah. Fowler. Um, but it's like halfway through the movie, somebody says it again. They're like, "He's a real loose cannon." I was like, "He is like the loosest of cannons, <laughs> man. Like, it's like the drop of a hat. He's like, I'm gonna shoot somebody. Like any." Well, Allison and I were talking about this prior to recording. He's real into covering people with gasoline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's a, like a yeah. thing for him. Yeah. Gonna get into this, but he does it twice in the movie. Yeah, and, he like, does it twice. Frequently. And, but also, the first time they do it, he gives Jack the gas canister, and Jack's like, oh, we're doing the gasoline thing again. <laughs> so, like, he's done it enough yeah. time where well, it's that thing. Well, right. so that Tina thing was saying, do. she's like, I can't believe he's got that much gasoline in his car. And I'm like... I, I mean, I, this, I'm pretty sure it was, it, or I think she was saying, like, I can't believe he happened to have that much he gasoline. Happened to have it, and I'm like, yeah, there's no happen to about that. An That's accident. an intentional right. amount of gas. It has to be, but, like, also, you really shouldn't drive with gas in your trunk. Especially the way Mark Wahlberg drives. Especially the way he drives. <laughs> All right. They just assault so, my driving bro. I'm not fucking around. I'll drive right down there. So, we're going <laughs> to... We're gonna get into the uh, first major action scene in this movie. Um, the, Dude, it is yeah, it is a major action yeah. scene too. That's the, the perfect phrase for it. Kid, it's so good. The kid from the basketball game knows who the cops were talking to. His name is Damien, and he lives where the fuck? Yeah, ever. some apartment. Building. Yeah, so they go there. That's where he lives. Yeah, because they're gonna find him. And kind of didn't need to be stated, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, rolling right along and and, and we get to a, a major cool, action sequence where they're you know chasing him up to his apartment yeah. and stuff and he's he sick and his he dogs he loose his dogs and attack Mark Wahlberg and at, at one point Mark Wahlberg is laying on the floor being pulled in two directions by what like Rottweilers Rottweilers yep. yeah like, there's a weird <laughs> thing just as an editing thing it's two shots in, in succession, and one is, like, Mark Wahlberg, and there's a dog on each arm pulling him. Right. And then in the next, it's literally, like, the next shot is one dog on the arm pulling him, and he's like, they're biting me, bro, or whatever. Yeah. And then the next shot is the dog on his leg, and I was like, wait, is there a third dog? Like, I for a second was like, how many dogs are there? But it was just, like, a weird editing, yeah. like, you know, mishap or whatever. Yeah. But for a second, um, I was like, oh, it'd, be, it'd kind of be great if this dude had, like, 15 dogs. <laughs> and... 
it would kind of be great if Mark Wahlberg was ripped to shreds by dogs in the middle of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Three, three brothers. brothers. <laughs> That's the first time there were three brothers. No. Yeah. Uh, he shoots at them. That does not really work. So then, yeah, uh, he fought, he shoots this dog, and even the dude, uh, Damien, is even like, dude, don't shoot my dog! <laughs> I love that line. Yeah, it's We're, great. And, but I was like, oh, don't, don't shoot the dog. He doesn't actually shoot at them. He shoots over them. I think it was like oh, trying, trying to scare them. Trying to scare them. Yeah. Because fair. Uh, in this movie, he seems to like to kill everything but those dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark yeah. Wahlberg. <laughs> Damien is gonna get on the elevator on the on the ground floor and Mark Wahlberg's like, hey, are you Damien? And then just holds up a gun to show him it's a gun. Right. <laughs> and Damien is rightfully like, fuck, that's crazy. I have to go on this elevator immediately. And he does. And then he's trying to get the door to close and Mark Wahlberg almost, it. almost makes it in. He just boots this elevator yeah, door. Doesn't get in. Damien is on the elevator going, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's such a genuine moment where he's just like, it's so what, funny. Too. What is happening right now? It's very funny. And when they finally like, he's on the sixth floor and they go up to the sixth floor and Damien's like unlocking his apartment door and going in. And Mark Wahlberg does it again. He, right. he points a gun at him from down the hallway and goes, I just want to ask you some questions. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I just want to ask you some questions. This is not the way to approach this. No, it's insane. <laughs> it escalates very quickly because of that. Yeah, yeah, and then the yeah. dogs. Yeah, the dogs. Uh... While the dogs are attacking Mark Wahlberg, Damien is fashioning a rope. No, no, he has this prepared. Yeah. Right. I yeah, guess yeah, that's yeah. True. So yeah. he's got it's like, like a little kid. Like he's got like lab. a repelling yeah. rig to go down the side of the building. Out, right. out where, his like kitchen yeah. window. Yeah, where it's like a rope and a pulley and stuff. Like he's he's good to go. He's got carabiners and the whole nine yards. He's got gorp. <laughs> Bag of gorp with him. No, but seriously, like he's gorp. he's gorp. he's got like a real sophisticated <laughs> setup for this that like nobody has. No, Who like has when that? when he pulls up like rope and throws it out the window, I was like, oh, I really thought he had like a rope ladder or just like a knotted rope to climb down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when they cut to him outside, he, yeah, it's a whole it's a whole mountaineering it's like a, it's rig. an apparatus. It's yeah. not just a rope. No, it's a harness and the whole nine, and it's it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, uh, Tyrese rescues Mark Wahlberg from the dogs with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Works a lot better than the gun. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's great. And the dogs don't get hurt, so that's cool. So they get into the apartment, and they see Damien rappelling down the side of the building. And they keep sticking their dumb heads out, even though he's clearly <laughs> fired a gun more than once. Oh, yeah. Like, he shoots at Tyrese, like, twice, and Tyrese fires back. But then he keeps sticking his head out, and then Mark Wahlberg sticks his big dumb head right. out. And then he finally smarts up and uh, just takes a cleaver to the rope. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Damien drops falls. that dude like at Couple least stories. four stories. Yeah. Couple like, stories, he, yeah. He did not get that far down. <laughs> yeah, he maybe he got halfway. So three stories. Like okay. it looked like he was maybe halfway. It doesn't really well, matter. No. Doesn't. No. And he, at this point, this is maybe my favorite. Oh, line. Yeah. oh yeah, my favorite. One of my favorite lines. Is, I have a lot of them. Yeah, Ty- uh, Tyrese is like, oh, is he dead? <laughs> they both lean their big heads out the window again. Again. And Tyrese is like, is he dead? <laughs> Mark, Mark Wahlberg says, Nah, he's not dead. He, he just, just fucked up. up. <laughs> Which is so perfect. It's so funny, too. His delivery is perfect. It's delivered perfectly, and it's so serious. <laughs> yeah. It's very straight-faced. <laughs> Mark, well, that's the thing is that makes this movie really work, is because like there are moments in it that are funny and comical, kind of, maybe on purpose, and maybe not. Maybe like, not. Yeah, some of it is intentional, for sure. Some yeah. of it is... If, some of it I don't think so, yeah. but, like, Mark Wahlberg plays everything 100% straight, yeah. which is great. Oh, it's amazing. Especially for, inarguably, 
the craziest character in this movie by a country mile. Yeah. Like, he is by far the maniac in this film. And he plays everything 100% straight. He is trying to fucking force tears a couple of times in this movie. Oh, yeah. Not successfully. No. Yeah. No. There's a lot of really bad fake crying. And there's one time where they, like, must have cut away and put tears on his face. And yeah, cut back. It, there is one that's decent. And I think you're right. I think it's like a fake tear situation. Yeah, and they cut away. And yeah. he's like, all right, bro, do it. God. <laughs> I am. Uh, well, just, you know. They're pumping Damien for information. He's right. on the ground. He's not giving it up. They threaten to leave him there. He's got a really very broken leg. Yeah, oh, yeah. They got the bone sticking yeah. out of his knee or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah it's pretty a good. compound fracture, and they put it in the foreground in a shot. It's, it's pretty gross. good. You know, decent effects. Good yeah. job, guys. Yeah. They, Disgusting. They but refer like, to it as a chicken wing at some point, yeah. which <laughs> for some reason really grosses me out. But even the reveal of that is kind of funny. Like, you know, none of the, the audience hasn't seen it yet. Right. And they're like, yeah. Oh, and your legs broke. Cut to broken leg. Like, well, what's funny to me about this movie is like, it's it's not the kind of movie that I would be like, you know, cinematography's phenomenal. It's not that kind of movie. No, there's actually but, some really sloppy. I think I said this. Earlier, there's yeah, some there's, really sloppy cinematography and direction in it. There's a couple of shots that are really good. Yeah. And that to me is one of them. <laughs> this and I'm scene. like, I don't know if you should have like thrown all your money into that shot, but, like, it's good. Yeah. You know, that wouldn't be the one I'd choose, but, yeah. yeah. it's good. Yeah. Uh, so, he turns them on, he turns the brothers on to some, like, hitmen or whatever. They're two, like, professionals. Yeah. Yeah, they're like... They were supposed, they were supposed to be out, out of town. town, but whoever the heck was ordering the hit screwed that up. Oh, okay. And, and got local guys instead. And got local right. guys instead, and then we have that whole scene coming up. Right. He, t- he tells them, or they find out that these two men will be at the casino restaurant. Well, and so again, uh, no Andre 3000, because he is not having any of this at this point. No, no. He's, um, he's uh, so it is yeah, just three brothers. He has a uh, criminal record, and he um, you know, used to work in the unions, and now he's trying to like you know, straighten out and everything. And He's also so, the only one that has a family. Yeah, he also, like I said, yeah. has a wife and two kids. And so he's trying to distance himself from all the crazy Mark Wahlberg-fueled <laughs> shenanigans. Lest, you know, yeah. besmirch his good name. Yeah. So they're at this restaurant. They're looking for these two guys. Um, the one guy's got... Uh, I mean, like, they, they're looking for one guy with goatee, but they kind of both have weird facial hair going on. But the on. one it's dude like, has, like, the... Yeah. He's got kind of the proto-Scott Ian, yeah, like, like beard but it's braid. really, it's a really yeah. tiny little tight little rat tail braid yeah. on his, on his goatee. That's gross. You know, they... Well, Jack does the, they're over there and right, points. points and gets, blows their whole, their whole cover. And then a gunfight breaks out. Yeah, in the middle of this casino, casino restaurant. restaurant. I don't know if it means it's a casino and restaurant or it's a casino uh, yeah. themed restaurant. I'm not sure at all. Which looks a lot like a strip club. A little, little bit of a gunfight breaks out, but mostly it's the two hitmen trying to flee and covering themselves with gunfire. And um, there's a great thing that I felt like an ad lib where Mark Wahlberg bumps hardy shit into an extra. This is like fat Italian dude, and Mark Wahlberg bumps into him and pushes him hard as shit, and the dude like falls kind of backwards out of the frame, and then he comes back and he's like, get out of here, you punks. Yeah. And I was like, that feels real. Yeah. Yeah. So now second big action sequence in the movie is a pretty epic car chase it's great. through yeah. like This is maybe my favorite. Snow. This is maybe my favorite thing in the whole movie. Yeah. This is like phenomenally shot it is absolutely every shot in the it's a it's a pretty long car just good yeah good solid 
And it's not flashy. It's not a lot of like crazy shit and bizarre shots and like yeah. cars going no. over ramps and all kinds of shit. It's no, just they're doing bas- very realistic. Yeah, like it's, it's basically and shooting. Yeah, it's basically mostly straight too. Yeah, it's like yeah. a bunch of long straight stretches of car chase with them, you know, shooting at each other. But like it's in a big blizzard. Um, there's some cool lighting stuff because like at one point they drive under. Uh, I guess like a street is decorated with For like Christmas. big yeah. yeah big Christmas lights and stuff, which is cool and. Just in general, it's lit really well. Um, the the cars, you know, kind of like because of the headlights and stuff. Like sometimes you can make them out, and sometimes you really can't at all. Yeah. And it's really cool. Um, and the shots, a lot of the camera work, kind of really reminded me of Evil Dead. Uh, which I mean, there's very little car chases in Evil Dead. Um, <laughs> Almost none, in fact. Yeah, it's it's practically zero. But there is some there's some like car footage. Um, and there's a lot of that, like, yeah, moving camera handheld, you know, thing uh, mm-hmm. that Sam Raimi liked to do. And there's a lot of that in this. It's really good. Yeah, it is. You know, it's funny that the whole movie gives this sort of vibe. And I think the soundtrack lends itself to it, too. But this particular scene feels very strongly to me like a 70s action film. And this movie, the whole movie kind of has a weird 70s feel to it, I think. Like, Yeah, I can see that. But even in this scene, which is, it's funny, you don't really, I never thought about this until this watch of, yeah. of it. And I've seen this at least a hundred times. Mm-hmm. At least. The cars that the two of them are driving are both like 60s or 70s style cars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're big old boats. Yeah. They're yeah. like, yeah, well, it's... El Caminos. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. El Camino and like a Chevy Impala. Right. Or but whatever. like, what are the chances of it? And it, it really, it's just aesthetics at that point. El Camino's, by the way, my favorite car. But it's... Maybe it is a Detroit thing. It might be. It might be. I haven't been, but, you know, I'd figure that's where the cars live. Also, we've mentioned this before, too, but Detroit in this movie is really just South Philly. It looks so much like South Philly. That street I mentioned with the the street lights, uh, the Christmas lights over it, I was like... It's the Italian market. Yeah, well, I was like, that's right near the Acme. Yeah. (laughs) Everywhere in this movie looks like somewhere in Philadelphia. Yes, yeah. I don't know much about Detroit, but I didn't realize it would look so much like Philadelphia. I actually don't know if it was filmed on location. It may not have been. I think it was filmed in Canada. I didn't get a good look at the IMDb, but I saw a goof where somebody noted that one of the uh, satellite dishes was for a company that was only available in Canada. That's next level nerd. It is. No, but Canada subs for like all. Yeah, a ton yeah. of cities. Yeah, all bunch of filming film locations. there for a lot of things. Yeah, they get a lot of uh, tax breaks and stuff for filming. It's a lot mm-hmm. cheaper. So yeah, it's funny because when we were watching the X Files, you told me to check out for Canadian sounding extras because there's a lot of. Them. There is a lot. <laughs> Um, there's a couple episodes of the X-Files that are, like, set in Philly. There's one in, like, the first season, and then they, they're like, oh, now we're in Philadelphia. I was like, no, you're fucking not. No, this is Philadelphia. But, yeah, it's because it's, like, some maybe, little maybe alley picked, in Canada. Yeah, yeah, maybe they picked the wrong part of Canada. They should have used whatever they were Yeah, they should have used. Yeah, whatever this is looks like Philly. Uh, you should have gone down to the Detroit area. Yeah, it really, really looks like, especially the southern part there of Philadelphia. It's it, getting weird. What? <laughs> but it was getting a little yeah. murky there for a minute. Yeah. Guys, always so critical. Uh, bad voices. I love your. Listen, the worse <laughs> they are, the better they are. But anyway, um, so we had an excellent car chase. It ended uh with car flipping, which is always good. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty brutal. The cars like smash into each other a yeah. couple of times and skid into parked cars, and they're yeah. fishtailing all over the like snowy road. Yeah, it's there's pretty a lot cool. of like spinning out and stuff because of the weather, and also because they're trying to murder each other. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg does a legit pit maneuver. Yeah, yeah. and it's great. It's it real is. good. <laughs> it's really good. You're like, yeah. are you sure you're not a cop? 
Bobby Mercer can do whatever. He's basically a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know, yeah. This movie kind of proves that he's pretty bulletproof and crazy. Yeah, he sure is. And that is. can get you a long way. They uh, flip over the El Camino that the guys are driving, and they execute them oh, yeah. pretty coldly. Boom, gangland, done. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Jack does a lot of cringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah a de- he's, he's a delicate babe. He is. He's the fragile one of the group. You would imagine that, that would be the end of the movie, except that it's definitely not. We're only about halfway through. Yeah. Because the... <laughs> they've, they've successfully killed found... the guys, found and killed the guys that have murdered their mom, but they weren't the ones pulling the strings. So... <laughs> the cops show up the next day. <laughs> um, Josh Charles tries to get a confession out of Mark Wahlberg with a fake hair. He's like, yeah, we've got your hair. It's <laughs> yeah, it's so goddamn funny, though. The, the thing is, is, Mark Wahlberg's been down this road, and he knows that it's not his hair. Yeah. Because he's like, you're trying the fake hair thing on me again? like. <laughs> and he's it's, sitting there in a woman's bathrobe. Yeah. Yep. Force goes to have a woman's bathrobe. Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was hers or uh, Sofia Vergara's. Oh, because no. she's tending to him when they come in. Yeah. Yeah, because um, now she's basically living at the house. Right. Because her ex tried to kill her. Yeah. For an eighth of a second before we cut away. And because Angel's back in town, so we're going to ride that bone train. Despite the fact that she's still wearing an engagement ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did point that out. Yeah, at the end of the movie, you can definitely see, and I I didn't notice it before, but, like, you can definitely see she's got an engagement ring on, and I'm just like, who gave that to her? It's either a cut scene or she's holding on to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, she's waiting for Angel to go back home, because he's not staying. Yeah, so, like, maybe. she'll go back to the gun-toting guy. The other gun-toting guy. Yeah. That got complicated. There's a lot of guns in There's this There's a lot movie. of gun-toting. How's that scene in with the cops? I, I mean, they don't get uh, anything. Well, nobody. No, they ask where his car Fowler is. Fowler tries to fight Angel. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, Josh Charles is such a weasel in this movie. Oh, and he is. he plays it so well. It's yeah, he's like, great. He does that a lot. He's got a face you just don't like. Yeah, yeah he, he really has a face you want to punch. I lo- I really like him. Um, he's such a scumbag all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he so he he tries to fight Angel at some point because they're trying to pin the murder of these hitmen on um, the brother and the Angel Mercers. Angel gets a little mouthy with him. Fowler tries to hit him, and then Sophia Vergara and uh, Terrence Howard Green, yeah, Green both step in and kind of stop that fight from happening. And then they the the cops leave. That scene kind of sort of ends. That's there. kind of it, right? Because yeah. then the, yeah. this is when we we cut to uh... what happens immediately after this. I forget where the the guys are going, but Angel was supposed to go out with them, but Sofia Vergara convinced Won't them to stay. Leave. Yeah, because uh, they're gonna hang out on the washing machine. Right. Yeah, <laughs> she, gonna... He she disappears into the house, <laughs> and they leave. The other brothers leave, and he's like, baby. Baby, and you hear like, and then like he turns a corner and she's just sitting on a washing machine. And she's vibrating like crazy. Yeah, and she's like, you know, remember like when we were in high school or whatever. And he's like, my favorite room in the house, and she goes, 
I already said it to spin. That's my favorite part of <laughs> it's that. It's such a good the way line she delivery. She looks at him. Oh yeah. Like the eyebrow goes up too. It's like, great. Oh my god. It's, it's so good. She's a very attractive lady. <laughs> she really is, but it's it's also a hilarious line delivery. Oh, and then the guy yes. from State Farm shows up. Yeah, yeah. About the insurance policy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um so she loses their mind about the condoms and yeah. yeah, yeah. So this insurance guy shows up and gives uh Tyrese some information about Andre 3000's finances and he was making payments on Evelyn's, uh, Fourth Coast Evelyn's life insurance Mm -hmm. and, um, about the amount of money that he got from that and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, he was supposed to be getting like $400,000 from the life insurance. And, um, he didn't mention any of that to any of the other brothers, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so Uh, that does not look Then Sophia Vergara comes running out and she's like, what are these? And holds up a string of condoms. He's like, oh, those are breathments, baby. Give me one. <laughs> Which is I love that. Insane. The delivery is yeah. so good. It, yeah, it is very good. And, and then it turns into a fight. And he tells she's her, like, who are these for? Who are these for? Who'd you buy these for? And he yeah. goes, baby, put the cuckoo back in the clock. <laughs> yeah, they... They call her crazy a lot in this movie they really in a lot are. of creative ways. Mark I Wahlberg, love loca. Mark Wahlberg calls her loco ono. <laughs> yeah. Which made me laugh so hard. And that's the thing, too, is like, you know, when they first talk about it, like I said, I hadn't seen this movie. I was coming in this totally uh, not exposed. Um, they first show her, like, they're running away from her boyfriend, but she doesn't seem that crazy. Nobody gets, seems crazy running away from a man firing a gun. Yeah, but also, yeah, she gets crazier. She gets a lot crazier. It's I, great, I will tell you this, okay? It is hard to steal the crazy thunder from Mark Wahlberg in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But she holds her own. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's her own brand. And when they get into it, they it's perfect. They should have weaponized her. <laughs> she is weaponized. Give her a gun. <laughs> Yeah, but so uh, Jerry's getting some life insurance and, you know, Angel decides to, like, continue to follow this thread and he finds out that Jerry got mixed up with some gangsters and, like, his, his he filed his, for bankruptcy yeah, his loans and his land on that, deal's not going yeah, well. Yeah, his loans on that building fell through now and... So he seems to have a motive to want mom gone. To want the money, yeah. Three brothers. Um, Three brothers. We, uh... <laughs> Three brothers. We do get um, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor uh, as Victor Sweet. Victor right? Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a scene of him, like, uh, you know, being yeah. a badass mob guy. Yeah, well, basically going, like, you guys were supposed to get out of town, guys. You got local oh, guys. Oh, this is where we that. Was, that. Yeah. that was wrong. He's and, also constantly waving the ladies away. Oh, yeah, yeah. but he's, like, but he's like screaming. He's controlling he's, the room at all times. Oh, he's great. Yeah. And, uh, he's British in real life, so he's hiding that accent pretty well not great in this it's pretty decent yeah. it's pretty good yeah there's a couple times when he's noticed, real amped up i yeah. think i noticed it less than mark Wahlberg. yeah yeah sure. but uh but he he throws this guy's food on the floor tells him to eat it off the floor but he goes eat dog eat and i was like oh my god yeah. that's fucking intense then he gets his girl to go eat with him yeah he's like go share a meal with your man oh dude it's, it's which is yeah. like it like it's cringeworthy it's yeah. like you oh. feel that secondhand embarrassment so oh. hard for them. A it's lot great. of what he does to people yeah. is like humiliate them and then maybe he kills them. Like, right. Yeah. That's that's pretty much just what he's doing the whole movie. And yeah. it's impressive. Like he's extremely imposing the whole time. It's a great performance. And it does really build to the finale. Yeah. Like it, it pays it off well. Yeah, yeah. It also does. It does make him 
a very intimidating character. Yes. Where you, as you're watching it and you're seeing these small, you don't see a lot of him. He doesn't really come no, in no. halfway through. No, he's and the he's kingpin. The, and, and he's the big bad. And he's not named like until shortly no. after this anyway. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah, you get a good ways into it before anybody even speaks the words. Yeah. Victor Sweet, which it, it's it's funny because usually you're introduced to a villain much earlier on. Yeah, because yeah. you have to, their, their shadow has to be cast over all, all of everything. But... Right. You have to be intimidated by or frightened by a villain in order for that to work that dynamic to work and this does because he the little bits of him you get are intimidating and yeah he are has powerful he has no respect for like, anyone. anyone or like human decency yeah. or dignity yeah but as a performance he is probably still to this day what is it 13 years later yeah 13 13 <laughs> years later he's probably still Picking scenery out of his teeth. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, to have somebody as a counterpart to Mark Wahlberg, like, you need... Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody in here needs to be big, and they are. Yeah. It's, it it's kinda... very well balanced. You have your main characters being huge, and then you also have other characters. Oh, definitely. Um, his, but his performance kind of reminds me, Loki, of, um, of uh, Denzel Washington and Training Day. It's oh, a similar... Oh, I kind of yeah, see that, yeah. yeah. Which I was like, oh, that's cool. All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a similar vibe. Yeah. All right. Except that he has absolutely not a single shred of humanity. No. Not a single shred. <laughs> He's super no. evil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my next note is about the lawyer. How they get the lawyer? They're following the... The trail for following Jerry. The money. Yeah. Oh, wait. They broke into the house of the hitman. Oh, that didn't happen. And they happen. found the camera. Oh, they that's found, right. Yeah, okay. Had a yeah. photo yeah. of so they Force Ghost in. Evelyn and her lawyer, right. the estate lawyer, who had said that... He hadn't really met her. He had only met her once prior to that, and it was whatever, whatever. And there's a photo of them together proving that that's not true. Yeah. So, yeah, they got the camera from the Hitman house, and then also a shit that. ton of guns. Yeah. Yeah. Which and they, uh, they come go in to, handy. They go to the lawyer's house, they break in the back... He pulls well, up. No, Sophia Vergara shows up, still mad oh, at Angel. Right. She's screaming and about is it. honking a car horn <laughs> and yelling at him on this lawyer's lawn. And they're like, yeah. and they're like, dude, you have to go deal with her. Yeah, because like they're trying to do this covert off, and then she's just in the driveway, just beeping a horn, yelling at <laughs> honking Angel. Honking a car horn. <laughs> Oh, God, that's funny. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're trying to handle her, and the lawyer pulls up. And Mark Wahlberg ends up giving him a pink belly? Yeah, they're <laughs> out in the snow, and he's just thrown on this guy's stomach like it's grade school. My favorite part of that is he keeps doing it. He's got his shirt pulled over. He's the got his shirt pulled over, over the, lawyer's, head, yeah, yeah. the lawyer's head. And he keeps slapping his stomach. And then, out of nowhere, Angel just reaches around and throws a slap in. Like, yeah. for no reason. <laughs> He just wants to get involved. The first time Mark Wahlberg does it, I think he says, like, so oh, look at that. It's a big pink handprint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me laugh. Oh, God, so hard. Well, and, like, all of his tactics in this movie to this point. Yeah, I mean, at least he didn't pour gasoline on him. He didn't pour gasoline I'm on him. all out of gas, bro. He, he didn't point a gun at him. I thought we'd pass by the Hess station on the way over, but it was out of business. <laughs> Times is tough. Well, I also love when the they recession break, is on. When they break in the house and he picks up the dog and he's like, "You don't want to bite me." Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's the dog whisperer because yeah. he fought off two Rottweilers, kind of. Yeah, yeah it's a little Pomeranian or whatever. Yeah, it's so. like a poodley thing. Yeah. 
But yes, the lawyer admits that he was seeing their mother socially. He says, um, uh, I have some of your mother's night things. night things if you'd like. And Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> polite as you please, is like, yeah. no, nah, that won't be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I also love that he's just like, and I already like, broke your back window. I'm not paying for it. But the lawyer also is like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he's very cool with it. Well, he has to be at this point because he's, al- he's, he's alive. And yeah, I think, true. And I think he was like, I'm not getting out of this alive. He's going to pink belly me to death. <laughs> My belly can't take much more. <laughs> Might wind up with Angel's rug burn. Speaking of that. Yeah, okay. The next scene. Yeah. We get a little Whoa. intimate with our All three right. brothers. So I don't have actual siblings. I grew up uh, very close with my cousin, but never so close that either of us was showering while the other one was taking a shit. And also at no point did I ever go to my cousin to be like, hey, would you look at my dick for me? Because I have a dick question. <laughs> And yeah. all three of those things yeah. happen at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So Bobby Mark Wahlberg is, is on the toilet, taking a shit. You see a lot of thigh. Yeah, Angel comes in saying he's got rust on tools and Ugh. could somebody take a look. And he, he pulls it out. Yeah. And Wahlberg is like, oh, man, show the cockologist. And then Which is Jack. Jack does the best, like, pull back the curtain and peek around. And it's real slow. And then he looks up at him. Like, he just shifts his eyes up and goes, rug burn. And closes the curtain. And then they decide that they, he will live to see another day. Yeah. Um, Tyrese is very thrilled. He is. It's weird, dude. Yeah. It's, it's weird, moment. dude. Yeah. Write in. We'll give you an email address at the end of the show. Write in if you've ever shat while your brother, sister, sibling, I'll even go as far as cousin, uh, was showering. How about anybody in your family? I mean, I, <laughs> I've had an ex shit in the bathroom while I was showering. Oh, was that, it had to be like an emergency. Right? Um, it was, but our relationship ended shortly after. <laughs> uh, so was so, it because of the shit? No, but that didn't help. Uh, uh-huh. So I mean, I've been in I've been in bands, and sometimes you know you're all riding back from the same gig, yeah. and drinking you know a lot, and you realize oh we all gotta piss. So I've peed in the same bathroom as other people. Like yeah. somebody's peeing in the sink, somebody's peeing in the toilet, somebody's peeing in the uh. tub or whatever. Hey, man, I know. N- needs must when the devil drives. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know, and that's why God made your penises like little fire hoses. I get it. The little fire hoses. Okay, I'm sorry. Right, right in if you have a big fire hose. Jesus. Please don't. No, right. <laughs> send pictures to Allison Yakulis at... Please send nudes. Please... Please to send nudes. Thank you. <laughs> open, open, Bob. Hey. Uh. Hey there. All right. Hey there. Fire hose? Or garden hose. What you got? Or pantyhose. <laughs> Could be all two or three. Send pictures. <laughs> I don't know who that guy was. How did he get in here? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. He's welcome anytime. All right. He's a nice guy. All right. He knows a lot about right. pantyhose. <laughs> We still have more movie, guys. That's true. Oh, ding, ding. God. Ding, ding. Oh, my God. Uh, right. so, this movie feels a lot longer than it actually is. Yes. Um, I, actually, like, this is a pretty packed movie. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. happening. But also, I'd like to say, this movie has a really good sense of world building. Um, because you get a sense that these characters existed before the cameras started rolling. You know, they have, like, in-jokes and kind of routines and, like, that thing that, uh, Allison, you were talking about, about, like, when you're back together with your siblings as adults and, like, you fall into these patterns and routines and stuff. Like, 
you get this like sense of like a larger world. There's you know stuff, little little things here and there in this that do a really good job of like building that. Like yeah, yeah they they feel like real characters and they feel like they have a real like real relationships and stuff. Yeah. It's actually interesting for what is ostensibly like an action maybe action comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think they do a lot of character building and there's a lot of roundness to these characters. Yeah, like just the like talking about Sofia Vergara again, like just the offhand way that they're like, oh, that girl again. Right. Without it, like it's not presented the way it would be in ninety five percent of other it's, movies. It's not an info dump. They're not like you know. I thought you said you were going to stop seeing her in high school and then this right. and yeah. that happened. Like, you get none of that. You don't get, like, their history. Yeah. You just get the feeling that this was a crazy time and she's a crazy person. And then they show before. you that yeah. happened again. But there's not extemporaneous information. You just pick up kind of what you need to know as you go. Yeah. With well, a lot of this, it's, it's really interesting. It's, it's well written that way. Yeah. And what I like about it is a lot of times with movies like that, I feel like you really need to immerse yourself in it to pick up everything that that is is kind of underlying. Yeah. You know, where you've got to kind of gather all of that information along the way and really pay attention. Yeah, there's a lot. And while of you do have to ask any movie to pay attention to, I don't feel like don't you have to really. True. No, but in this case, you get a lot of background information on these characters yeah. without having to really search for it. Yeah, no, it's 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 giving you like little bits here and there, yeah. and like yeah, it's it's good. It's really subtly and like naturally done. Right. Yeah, it's cool. I I like that about this a lot. Um. So around this time, we get uh, Lieutenant Green, uh, also talking to the lawyer, mm-hmm. um, and doing oh, a whole right. like it was a hard for us to track you down stuff. And he mentions that Evelyn was going to file a police report about something maybe involving Jerry. Yeah, they, uh, they they find this councilman. They fill his car with gasoline. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, somewhat associated to Victor Sweet. Yeah, I think um, Angel finds out about the councilman somehow when he finds out about Jerry's failing business. Oh, uh, maybe the says, councilman had something to do with the, the, oh, maybe the property. The yeah, the councilman at that point says this is not the time or place for an appeal request. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're like, that's not what we're here for. That makes yeah. sense. And uh, he gets in his car and realizes the passenger side window is broken and everything smells like gasoline, which, as we know, is Mark Wahlberg's fucking ammo. Yeah, Yeah, man. He's like, yeah, bro, I did this 15 times today. (laughs) He seriously... I went through the drive-thru and they didn't give me my Egg McMuffin. I burned in the tunnels to the ground. (laughs) He seriously seriously (laughs) loves to threaten to... Light people on fire. Every, every Christmas, Does not all do three it. brothers buy him gas cans. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, the, the councilman's like, please don't kill me. The guy you want to name is Victor Sweet. Right, and finally. Basically, and yeah. yeah. He's, he doesn't even really hold back on that. He sings no. like a canary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's going to get lit on fire. It's very right. intimidating. Yeah, which I'm surprised they actually don't set him on fire. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Because... They they never really they don't do a lot of picking and choosing on who they decide to kill after they get their information. Yeah, no. It's at random. I'm surprised Mark Wahlberg's like, yeah, fuck it, bro, light him up. Gas ain't yeah. cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, honestly, this movie's like one rewrite from me away from being a Death Wish sequel. <laughs> I could see that. Dude, I'd make it. <laughs> like I, I said, it starts kind of like Death Sentence. It I really does. It, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, James yeah. Wan's death sentence from 2008 yeah. or nine, maybe something. Something it's, like that. It's good. It's early Kevin, James. Kevin Bacon. 
Yep, in Kevin it. Bacon. Yeah. John Goodman's in it. John Goodman. Making yeah. choices, man. Yeah. Dude, I love John yeah. Goodman. John Goodman's great. <laughs> um, Never not good. Never not working. Yeah. We cut back to uh, Lieutenant Green looking into this police report that never got filed. Yeah, there's, and, what, security cameras in the police station yep, yeah. uh, that show yeah. Fowler. First Ghost Evelyn meeting with Fowler. Yeah. and, and uh, It's like about an hour. Yeah, so yeah. she was definitely talking to him about something, and nothing was ever filed. Right. And he never mentioned to Green at any point that she had come in to file a report. Yeah, they knew or who she was or anything. During the whole yeah. time that they're working on this case together. So then they're at bowling. Yeah, they're, they're at a bowling alley. Uh, they're looking for this guy, Evan, who... Uh, knows Jerry from back in his union days, but also apparently is now currently working for Victor Sweet. He's the one that gets told to eat off the floor like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is where that wonky uh, zoom out. Yeah, this is. is the weird, uh, they watch, um, the, the three other brothers watch <laughs> as uh, Jerry meets up with Evan and uh, gives him a payoff in an envelope. And yeah, it starts and it zooms out from them watching to like where uh, uh, Evan and Jerry are in the foreground. But like, it's very stiff. And Andre 3000 is kind of like peeking at the camera out of the corner of his eye to see if like it had finished with this camera move before he's like here you go it is the money that i'm sorry that i have to be meeting with you and goodbye <laughs> it's a we- it's a weird very stiff kind of bad scene that is still in this movie they're just yeah. like we don't have time to reshoot this yeah but so then they go up to evan in front of his family and are basically shaking him down for information why mark Wahlberg almost pulls a gun out yeah, yeah something yeah. stopped him <laughs> He's tired from lifting well, this heavy gun all day. He also says a whole bunch of questionable things in this that I will not repeat. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's not appropriate. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of... Uh, he, he definitely drops a couple N-bombs. Yeah. He drops he, at least one. One big won, one. He won for sure. But he says a lot of things that are inappropriate, and Evan's daughter is standing yeah, next to him. right in front of him. And he, once he says those things, he grabs her ear. Yeah. And I think yeah. at that point is, is when Mark Wahlberg decided to show his shred of humanity and was like, there's a kid here. Right. I'm not going to bring a gun out with a kid here, but also like you could tell that he was tempted to. Yeah. Cause at all times he's like, he's a, he's a hair trigger. I mean, at least he didn't set the girl on fire. Right? Yeah. No, <laughs> but he stopped him at the door. Somebody was like, you can't bring that in here. <laughs> He's got this giant red gas Like, can. no outside food or drink. He's like, I'm not going to drink gasoline, dude. What do you think I am, a car? Although some of my best friends are cars. Oh, my God. Now that's Transformers. Transformers. <laughs> uh, full circle. Oh, yeah, buddy. Um, but, yes, yeah, so they're trying to pump Evan for information about Jerry and stuff and, you know, why he was meeting with them and why he was paying them and all that stuff. After that, they, they confront uh, Jerry. Well, right before that happens is where we get the another... Oh, is that the poker? Yeah. Yeah. The, the councilman meets uh, with Victor Sweet. And, and he's is, playing poker with yeah. all his, like, cronies, including Evan. It's like, a, it's like a gag from the Batman cartoon series. Yeah. Because, like, Victor's got, like, a shit hand. Yeah. But everybody folds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a Cobra Commander gag or something. It's really weird. Well, it's funny because in that moment, it is a little bit Batman 66 because he has full control of the room in a way that, like, you usually get the impression that he's intimidating, but it's almost laughable at this point, the control that he has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where like he just waves his hand and all of the women go ushering up the steps and they, Charlie, the guy sitting across from him has clearly the winning hand. Yeah. Won't even tell him what he's got. Folds. And Sweet's got all this money and all these chips in front of him. Yeah. So he's been winning all All night. All night, yeah. And it's like, you guys are just handing him, why are you even playing? You're just handing him money. 
Because they got to play. They have to play. play. Right. So they, it but really they don't is, want, he doesn't want to lose. It's like they are his, you know, it yeah. feels like the, the Riddler and his goons kind yeah. of yeah, thing. It's, yeah. It's, it's really silly, kind of. Yeah, and then he tells Charlie, well, let's get married. Oh, well, yeah, Charlie's well, so getting married. So before that, the councilman comes in. He's like, I didn't give up your name. And he's like, I know you did. You came in. I could smell it on you. Yeah. Go sit at the kids' table. I'm not done my hand. Right. And yep. he's sitting on this really tiny little stool. He's a big man sitting yeah. on this little tiny stool surrounded by children at this little tiny table. And they're like, are you in trouble? Right. <laughs> Gave you a timeout. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. It's yeah. A good, but again, that's like but, intentional yeah. gag. He's like, oh, Charlie, I heard you get married to that hot Italian of yours. And he's like, yeah, I am. She's too much woman for you. Why don't I send you on some out of town work for a while and I can like break her in for you or yeah, whatever. show her oh. some Thing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, is he legit trying to invoke prima nocta? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, basically, yummy. yeah, he is. It's um, real slimy and very uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. yeah. And the scene basically just exists to, again, continue to establish that Victor Sweet is a stone-cold badass. Right, but the, the other thing in that scene that, that I like is if you look at the look on Charlie's face, like he's got this look on his face, like like I have to do this. Yeah, he's got this like, please don't make me say I'll let you fuck my like fiance in front of everybody. Yeah. But so yeah, finishes his hand, waves the women and children away, asks for his pistol, and then because him and the councilman are gonna talk. Yeah, and then yeah. just cuts away. Um, so this is which when... I feel like uh is possibly a worse option than having uh Marky Mark deal with him. But yeah, so then we get to them uh you know staking out. Jerry and then confronting him about all this This is another shady... example of Mark Wahlberg being loose cannon. They're sitting in the car and he's like, I've had enough of this and he tries to get out and... Yeah, I mean I think they like child safety locked him in. Yeah. Like he couldn't get out of the passenger seat and he, they're like, yeah. he's our brother his family's in there, his kids are in there you're not gonna go blow up the place, like yeah, Mark Wahlberg's like, but I got this gun. And he's sitting real low in his seat like a child throwing a tantrum, like a real petulant little child. Yeah. And like seething, quietly seething. And then he starts mumbling. <laughs> and he's like just throwing a tantrum. He's bubbling over. That's great. Okay. You know, and they're like, what the fuck? We yeah. can hear all the stuff about you. And, you know, you had that huge insurance policy on mommy and tell us about. You were paying you know, her yeah. life insurance up to leading up to her death. Yeah, all this stuff. He's like, what? The insurance was, you know, because of my girls and stuff. Yeah, like, that's uh, why the policy was so big. Yeah. And I've been paying all of her bills. And you guys haven't even been helping me with any of her stuff. You yeah. were nowhere. And Forest yeah. Ghost Evelyn took out the insurance policy to benefit uh, his two kids. Her grandchildren. Yeah, her yeah. grandchildren. Um, so he had nothing to do with it. And yeah, he says he's been paying all her bills because the other three brothers are <laughs> deadbeats. Yeah. Right. Three deadbeat brothers. And then also he's kind of been getting like the shakedown from Sweet where, yeah. you know, he's got to pay like protection money or yeah, something. Yeah, if, if, he, if he doesn't pay up, yeah, he, then Sweet was going to sink his deal. And yeah. since he didn't pay up, Sweet sank the deal. Yeah. So now, you know, we've explained away all of Jerry's stuff. He's, yeah, because for a good, yeah. good like, the he, good he, middle third of this movie, they're heavily implying that, you know, Jerry might have had something to do with it. They Plausible. lead up to that really well. Yeah. yeah. They make it seem like, because Jerry is kind of the outsider in this group. He doesn't want to get involved. He doesn't want to, it seems like that's, he doesn't really want to find out right. what Right, and that's why we kept mentioning, like, in the in this recap, every time something happened, he'd be like, oh, I don't want to do this, and right. he'd leave. Yeah. And it sort of starts to seem like... Three brothers. Three brothers. Yeah. It sort of starts to seem like it's because he's afraid he'll get implicated. Right. And uh, up until this scene when you find out that that's not the case. But yeah, it's really well done, actually, yeah. I think. So is this the... Uh... 
Yeah, this is uh, now we get into an insane shootout. A great insane shootout. So kind of the arguments winding down, the doorbell rings and Jack goes to answer it. And it's a guy walking away from the house. And he's like, your mother was a whore or whatever. And he flips uh, flips him off over his shoulder backwards. And Jack's like, fuck you. Yeah, runs after It seems him. like a snowball fight is about to break out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But instead it is a gunfight. Um, he chases this guy. Guy turns around. He's got an old school hockey mask. Yep. Which... My first thought was like, oh. Oh, shit, it's Jason. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Jack's being shot by Jason. But really, for the nerds, um, it really looks a lot more like DC Comics vigilante character Mad Dog. Oh, look at you. Nerd. Look at you. You're breaking out the, yes. the real deep characters there. Yes. So. Hmm. Is he from Batman? Mad Dog. Uh, he's met Batman. He's not from Batman. I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, Different hockey level. mask and a uh, blue t-shirt with a dog on it. But um, yeah, shoots Jack in the shoulder. Yeah, um, Jack, Jack gets shot. Starts crawling away, and uh, then dudes come pouring out of yeah. an SUV or whatever and firing like semi-automatic weapons. Yeah, at, they at they have Jack like Uzis or something. Like and Mark Wahlberg. He's got crazy senses. It's like Spidey sense, but for crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> because he just goes, yo, where's Jack? Oh my God, he's about to get shot by Mandel from DC Comics. Yeah, there's no yeah. reason why he should know that Jack's Or in care that Jack is yeah. no longer in the living room. Right. I think it's kind of one of those and it's too quiet situation. Well, also, <laughs> yeah. I, they all did at some point hear someone at the door. Yeah. And they saw Jack go to the door and, and he, he never come came back. back. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Mark Wahlberg is running outside just in time to see Jack get shot. And then, yeah, they, these guys just start opening fire and they... Yeah, they all hop out of a van <sighs> with all these guns. And so... They just they light just, this just, house yeah. up. They just batter it. And yeah, uh, so, so Bob, Mark, Bobby Angel and uh, Jerry all like hit the deck. Yeah, um, uh, Mark Sophia, Wahlberg is on the porch and uh, uh, Jerry and Angel and Sophie are in the house. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg has a shotgun. yeah. Uh, and uh, Sophie starts sliding guns, sliding guns over to, to Angel. To Angel, yeah. yeah. And um, Jerry's kind of in the kitchen, I think, uh, yeah. sort of having like, a, I don't, you know, I don't want to be involved in this and whatever. Yeah. And he starts to kind of, it seems like he's going to bail and go out the back door. But the, the, the a guy comes in yeah. the back door, and so then Jerry straight up grabs a kitchen knife and, and stabs, stabs the, the living guy like five times in the chest. It's great. Yeah. And then he just I forget what he says, he, what he does. He it. says, "I have a family." Yeah, he's like, "I have a family," which is great. Yeah. And then he just stands there for a second, holding the knife, then he just throws it and runs. Yeah, he gets this look like I can't believe I just did that. Yeah, yeah. but I but, think his whole plan yeah. was while but, they were shooting, he was going to get Jack. Yeah. Because yeah. he pulls the car out to go around to Jack. Which but, is the other group. But yeah, I mean, put his back against a wall, man, and, you know. He stabs yeah. that guy. It's yeah. great. It's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. and they, they're just ha- unloading. You ha- yeah, you have them trying to shoot through the brickwork on the front of the house to, like, kill everybody inside, basically. And uh, eventually Mark Wahlberg, actually, eventually Mark Wahlberg and Therese both run out of bullets and shells for their respective weapons. And Tyrese goes up to the second floor to, he gets a better vantage point at one yeah. point. And, um. He's sniping guys from the yeah. second floor. So so, um, guys, guy starts coming in, uh, before it's like, I think it's maybe Mark Wahlberg's last shot and the guy starts coming in, Mark Wahlberg like shoots him in the leg, guy falls outside. That's when like Wahlberg realizes out of shells. He just picks up what Tina points out is two, two like halves of a broken brick. Yeah, it is two pieces of brick and you see him reach for both pieces. And then the next scene, he is bludgeoning Burned, yeah. this man. He, yeah, he leans out. Brick. He yeah. leans out the door and throws what I believe to be a full brick at this guy, 
which leads me to believe Mark Wahlberg welded those two bricks together with the power of his crazy mind. Yeah, no. Mark Wahlberg, Bobby Mercer, is a superhero in his own right. He can put broken bricks back together and, like, somehow save the day with it. But, yeah, he uh, leans out, he throws this, like, baseball pitches this brick, knocks this guy down, then he dives on him and he's wrestling with him. Another uh, of the the, the crony bad guys um, points a gun at him. Tyrese climbs out the second floor window and, like, slides down the roof and leaps on this dude. Like, leaps on a lawn and then runs over and, like, kicks this dude and starts wrestling with him. And uh, somebody gets back in the van. They're driving the criminal van directly at, like, Mark Wahlberg fighting this guy on the ground just as it's about to like hit him Andre 3000 in their minivan like just t-bones it and it's it's great yeah. it's such a good and tight and well choreographed action scene again man it's startling it's a startling scene yeah, yeah. They, oh yeah because you're really focused on this yeah. this moment that's happening and out of nowhere this car just takes over the entire shot. Yeah, it's very much that same same sort of like out of nowhere thing that they do. I mean, for comedic effect and like they'd sort of do it in um, Final Destination. Yeah. Where like they're about to step off the curb and a bus goes by. Yeah, it's like a jump scare, but it's not a jump scare. Yeah, yeah. It has a startling effect to it. The only guy left alive is uh, the driver of the truck who's like badly injured. And Ooh, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg killed Yeah, him, he right? goes over and he's just like, Hey, did Vic Sweet send you to do this? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And he's like, oh, thanks for not killing me. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> exactly what happens. It's great, dude. And he goes, oh, yeah, boom. It just ends it. Yeah, man. I, I said it before. There's like a handful of action scenes in this movie. All of them all are really, good. really excellent. Yeah. Really, like, really solid. Yeah. And they're relatively like low concept. Yeah. yeah you know, no. like that's this it's, is just kind of a shootout yeah, with like one little end around. Guy. It's definitely not like high budget popcorn movie crazy fast and the furious action scene. No, so no. also in like a few minutes, uh they they show when the cops finally get there that there's a line of body bags. There's only like five guys that had gone yeah. to, you know, do this. And it was just that they were missing each other for a lot. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is very realistic because usually when you see these action movies with big shootout sequences or long ones, oh, yeah. it's a crazy body count. And it's this wave wasn't. after wave yeah. of like faceless yeah. goons just getting picked off one yeah. by one. Yeah. yeah. And this was just one van load of dudes and nobody was a real good shot. No. Yeah. But Jack dies. Yeah. Before the cops even get there, Jack dies. Which it's a good it's a good scene it's a good death scene yeah uh, Gary Hedlund does a really, like really good job it's it, yeah. it looks awful I like yeah I then like they cut character. to him at that one point and he's like got snot pouring out of his nose yeah and saliva pouring out of his mouth and it's like really gross but also real, real accurate yeah. you know I mean he's just been shot yeah yeah and uh, it's it's a, it's a really good death scene um, and from now on this movie is just straight up three brothers yeah, yeah. and at this it's, point we are really it's three forever legit- three brothers legitimately yeah. three brothers um i was very sad to see him go i liked jack yeah jack was your favorite i didn't really pick a favorite but like it was definitely one of those things where i'm like no don't take him that was good they mostly, you know, they kind of shit on Jack most of the time. They're going to, you know, we're going to pretend to be cops. Here, you carry this tire, tire Jack. Iron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah he has a tire iron he's for a, a lot. Yeah, yeah. He does. Yeah. He carries a tire iron a lot. Oh, but he he just gives into it. Like, he's swinging it when he walks. Yeah, and, yeah. And, like, they, when they open her um, her safety deposit box, whatever's left of it, yeah, yeah. they split the money amongst themselves, and he holds out his hand, and they give him, like, a necklace. Yeah, yeah. Mark Wahlberg's like, this will look good, good on, on you. you. It's like, you know, he just gets shit on the whole movie, yeah. but he takes it in stride. Yeah, because they're likable. Yeah, yeah, it, it and is. he's the youngest of them. Yeah, and I think he was the little 
one yeah. and they kind of get picked on by the older brothers right. in general. Um, I also did have a note for this whole like sequence where I was just curious if uh, Michigan had a stand your ground law. And they do. Because like the cops don't seem to really be too concerned with arresting these guys yeah. for shooting these guys. Yeah. Green even is like, you know, these guys are the guys, you know. But yeah, I mean, like the front of the house like, is says, all like, shot up. But he yeah. says, like, oh, it's self-defense, like right? And they're like, yeah. But, yeah, yeah I mean, so, I, I mean, think it pretty clearly looks like it. Yeah. yeah. So, they attacked their residence. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. I'm not entirely sure that would fly everywhere. But I, I think, yeah, Michigan's one of those states, you have that or the Castle Doctrine or whatever. But, but also, yeah. you can't cage Bobby Mercer. <laughs> yeah. He's burned down jails before, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he has. He baked me a cake, and inside was a whole bunch of gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm free. <laughs> so is everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so holy shit. So after hey, this, I like this license plate. I made it for you. It's a, it's a vanity plate. It's just gasoline. <laughs> I was wondering what pun you were gonna put on it, but no, you didn't even. Yeah, it's gasoline. No, it's just gasoline. He loves gasoline. He made 300 license plates. They all say gasoline. He's not fit for parole. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Maybe he makes variations of them, like, like, light it up, bro. Light it up, bro. Set it off. He made one that said, Movie crossover. He made one that said, burn it down. He sent it to Seth Rollins. Uh, That's a wrestling joke for my wrestling nerds. I'm a very diverse nerd. Yeah. Lots of layers. <laughs> so back to the movie. Around here, uh, Green kind of confronts Green Fowler. confronts Fowler at a, a, a like, a little bar billiard, billiard yeah. club but, yeah. it's like a but they cut to a fowler and he's dressed exactly like paul newman in the color of money oh my god i never noticed that <laughs> he's got like the little jeff cap and like flared pants yeah he's he's dressed like a beatnik which i never really understood <laughs> it's like what it's... even is happening that's why i started laughing it's casual friday that's come dressed like... as paul newman day at the precinct that's exactly now that you said it, it's exactly what it is <laughs> it's very fun because he's playing pool so they're like how do you want to dress and he's like I don't know. Josh Charles is like, I don't know, Paul Newman? Yeah. I don't know, one pool movie. And that's it. Holy shit. It's so funny. He looks like he's he's like on his way to listen to like Allen Ginsberg, you know? It's a weird... Oh, yeah, dude. It's a real strange look. Yeah, he looks like he pulled up and his car was blasted and the kids are all right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so... But, okay, so th- this is... The dialogue is good, but honestly, I don't, as much as I like Josh Charles, he delivers it all weird. But this is one of those classic like movie scenes where they're talking about something, but they're really talking about what they both know the problem is. So it's that Green knows Fowler is a dirty cop. He knows something happened with uh, Force Ghost Evelyn when she came in to file this report and nothing came of it. And so he asks him, you know, straight up like, hey, I know that you met with her as a video, whatever the hell, what happened with that? And he goes, oh, I just talked to her for five minutes and uh, it was usual old lady stuff about kids tagging the neighborhood and I sent her over to Parks and Recreations. They handle that sort of thing. He's like, nothing unusual. Fowler says, you should join me for this game of uh, pool. You need to practice. And then they start having this like heavily, uh, you know, metaphorical, be metaphorical. Yeah. yeah. Similarly uses like res. So yeah, they have this heavily <laughs> metaphorical conversation where they're, they're technically talking about like the pool cue. 
and the game and, you know, taking your shot and everything. But they're really talking about like, hey, I know you're a dirty cop and I'm going to fucking take you down. And then Josh Charles delivers every line like so heavy handed. Like these scenes only work if you sound like if, if it's all subtext. Yeah. If yeah. you sound like you're just talking about pool cues, but he's like, he's like my pool cue is. And it's just like, you're really leaning hard into this thing, man. And nobody on set was like, dude, take it down a rung. And Terrence Howard ends up fucking like breaking the pool cue over his knee. Which oh, is yeah. Great. Like yeah. smacking Josh Charles in the leg. Uh, and the altercation continues outside and Josh Charles shoots Green, kills him. So he shoots him. He calls in an officer down. He shoots He blames gun. it on black yeah. youths. Yeah. <laughs> he does. And of course, course he does. Course yeah, of course he does. It's the scummiest thing you could possibly do. Yeah. And then this is now we've reached, like, this is the zenith of the film. Everything from here on is all set. They're going to have, uh, 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 Jerry is going to have a meeting with Vic Sweet, which is kind of the brother's plan. Um, and to then take Sweet out and you don't know what, how they're going to do it yet. And they also decide they need to take Fowler out of what it is, is that, um, what Evan told Jerry, uh, was that probably Vic won't go for like the deal if Fowler is there. Yeah. So they're like, okay, now, the meeting is all of a sudden in three hours. They have no time to prepare, and they have to get rid of Fowler. Yeah. So, Tyrese bribes a fat kid with a box of candy. <laughs> box of baby roots. Box of baby roots. I'll give you... 20 bucks in this box of baby roots. box of baby roots, and the kid's like... To do something for yeah, The kid's like, baby root? Like, he's like... <laughs> He says $20, the kid gets no reaction. He's like, in this box of baby roots, and the kid, like, comes up to, he's in a battering cage, or he's on the field, and, but he comes up to, like, the chain link fence in between. He's like, oh, can you sign those? <laughs> sign those to the fence, please. Thank you. But, uh, he's like, yeah, you gotta do something with me. He's like, you see that house over there? And then it, like, cuts away. So but, you don't get the plan. Yeah, but what it is when they cut back is that, um, the kid is a distraction, mm-hmm. and he goes and he's like, hey, am I Cub yeah, Scouts or something? Yeah, selling candy to raise money for... It's Fowler's house, yeah. and he, his... And Fowler opens the door, and he's sports like... Sports team, or I don't even yeah, care. Don't like, it's, it's some organization. Softball team or yeah. something. Yeah, and he's like, you know, we're selling candy to raise money, and then, I don't know if this was a Josh Charles ad-lib or not, but Fowler... Just to be the absolute most scummy he can be, steals a candy bar, is like, nag it off my porch, and shuts the door. No, he takes face. the candy bar and thanks him. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, shuts the door in his like, face. no thanks, like, thanks, but get, get out of here, and yeah. closes the door. It's great. I love that he steals a candy bar from a yep. kid. It's just like the it's, dickest thing. Yeah, it couldn't have been any worse. It's but so that scummy. Just enough time for. Angel to have snuck into the house and fucking puts a yeah. plastic bag over his head. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's real cool. Yep. And a zip tie or a belt around his belt neck. Belt around his yeah. neck. Yeah. And he's telling him that he's got about four minutes of air in there. If he was if calm. He's calm. Yeah. He's like, but you're not exactly calm, are you? Man, uh, you know, some of the threatening in this is real intense. Yeah, like, they, yeah, dialogue's yeah. really good. Yeah. But no, I mean um, like psychologically intense stuff. Like we're doing, you know, fire, we're doing like yeah. you can't breathe. Like, yeah. oh man. Uh, meanwhile, Sophia Vergara pulls up at the police station or actually we cut to the police station and she has apparently been there yelling about how her boyfriend is going to kill a cop for a couple of minutes and they're like you need to slow down and please tell us who, what, where and when and she's like okay come on the cops pull up outside Fowler's like you hear the sirens and he's like well 
Well, You're fucked now. So also, while we're doing that, we're showing uh, Jerry yeah. getting ready for the meetup and stuff. Mark Wahlberg's, like, on the phone waiting for... Angel. Yeah, to tell him that Fowler's taken care of. And or else, Jer- yeah, they can't, yeah, they can't go to the meet. And Jerry's, like, stalling until he gets the green light to head out with the money that he's going to pay off sweet with and stuff until he finds out that Fowler's out. Which, but, but yeah, So we're he, seeing that there's, like, kind of, like, multiple things happening at different locations. So Jerry, you know, climbs in the car with Evan and, and, and whoever else, and uh, they start just driving. Yep. And then, presumably, Mark Wahlberg just starts walking like Forrest Gump <laughs> yeah. crossing the United States. But we'll get there. Yeah. I don't know um, how, he'll get where there. he comes from. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. It's great. Uh, we cut back to Fowler's. Fowler um, does the thing, which this might be a weird thought. I watch a lot of movies, though. A lot of people get murdered with, like, bags over their heads sometimes. And I've always been like, yeah, you just fucking you poke it out. You yeah. poke the hole in your mouth so right. you can breathe. And this literally, this is the only movie I yeah. can think of where anybody actually does that. Yeah, Tyrese is, like, taunting him, kind of, about yeah. how he's not going to get he's the like, belt off. Is he can't get that belt off in time, Fowler, you know. And so he, like... Yeah, rips the bag. Yeah, open. reaches into his mouth and rips it, and then tears it open from his yeah. face. And Tyrese is like, "Oh, most people go for the belt." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's a valid point. Yeah, because he even says, "If it were a black bag, it wouldn't work." Yeah, because yeah. you would immediately tear something yeah. off of your face. Yeah. yeah, it has to be a clear bag. Yeah, and when he says that, I'm always like, "Yeah, yeah it's a good point. It is. It's, it's cool. real psychological and kind of fucked up." Yeah, yeah, it's cool and weird. Um, I um, think that. But so they start fighting, and uh, I think around here is when you hear uh, the sirens. Yeah, you hear the sirens, and Fowler's like, you know. You hear that sound, like those are my boys coming and you're fucked and all this. He I mean he says it's because you're one of the Mercer brothers, but right, then he then goes he heavily implies but, that Yeah, because he's black. Right, no. And he's like, No one's that. gonna listen to you over yeah. me because I'm a white cop and you're a black guy. Because well, he he black power fist. Yeah, that's what he goes, because yeah. you're one of the Mercer brothers, and then he does the black power fist, he goes, Brother. brother. Yeah, it's oh, real it's shitty. so slimy. Oh, yeah. It's real shitty. Like you <laughs> just want to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, it's just so yep. gross. It's yeah. Good. It's really great. It's like such a good villain. Character. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, especially because like the first half of the movie is kind of nothing. Um, and then once he, you know, once they start leaning into he's a dirty cop, he fucking leans hard as shit yeah. into being a scumbag in every scene. He really does. Yeah. It's great. Um, so he more or less like makes a confession and Angel goes like holds uh, open his yeah. jacket. Yeah, and he's like, I'm wearing a wire and they're listening to everything out there and you know, they know you're dirty and stuff. And he, he says, uh he's like, All right, he talks into his collar, yeah, he's like, All right, Lieutenant, Lieutenant I'm, I'm bringing him out. out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was great. Right, yeah. Yeah, so they go outside. Well Fowler uh Well yeah, takes him outside at Gunpoint. Yeah, Fowler like, gets the gun off of uh, Angel and then yeah, takes him out and has Angel hostage. Yeah. So at this point, the whole plan starts to become clear because the cops outside were not expecting this, even though Fowler thinks that they were. Yeah. They just think that uh, it was supposed to be Angel taking Fowler hostage and now Fowler has Angel hostage. And, and like, yeah, the various cops they cut to are like, what are you doing? We're here to help. Like, they're literally yelling, like, we're here to help you. I kind of I kind of wish they threw in, like, a don't try to talk me down. Yeah. Well, at this point, he's so convinced that they're lying. They're just, yeah, they're telling just him saying, what he wants yeah, to hear. They're just saying, we're here to help you, so that he puts the gun down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is um, good. I think yeah. it's really cool. But, it's, a yeah. good, it's a good twist. You know, Tyrese, like, pushes away from him, and he points the gun at Tyrese, and one of the snipers, he fires a couple of times at the cops, and then they're all like, the fuck? But while he's distracted doing that, Tyrese pushes away, points the gun at Tyrese, and one of the snipers shoots him in the leg, and then they shoot him in the shoulder, Yep. and he goes down. They take him the fuck out. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. 
And then we get to the actual climax of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. We're, it's like this movie is only like a, a hair away from just having like, like play. Oh my God. That so, would have made it. That it really made would. It. Especially that one shot. Yep. Yeah, so uh, I think we were kind of cutting out to the lake where uh, uh, Sweet's meeting up with Jerry. So Jerry's giving him money and stuff. And they have a man with a chainsaw cut a hole in the top of the lake. <laughs> yeah, pretty decent sized hole. It's yeah. a big hole. It's a manhole. It's a manhole indeed. <laughs> it's a manhole. Yeah, Jerry, you know, talks to Vic and, and it seems like he's going to try and bargain with him. And then he just says, like, but I'm not here to bargain with you, basically. Right. He goes, we, you know, me and my brothers, like, we had a, a different plan. Instead of giving you the, how much money was it? $400,000. $400, he was going to give him the whole life insurance, insurance policy. policy. Yeah. He, originally, he owed him 20000 Okay. He offered to give the entire benefit to Sweet if it meant that he would leave his brothers alone. Oh, okay. And stop the retaliation. Right, yeah. and, okay. And he goes, uh, we had a better plan. He's like, because he has a history working in the unions, he goes, uh, we thought we would evenly distribute that money amongst all these unhappy workers you have here uh, who are now standing behind you. And like everybody, you know, Evan and like uh, Charlie and all the other uh, crony guys and stuff are all like gathered around. And um, Sweet's like, eh, this is bullshit. It's not going to work. And he was like, pistol. And nobody hands him a pistol. And then they just start being like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> You're an asshole. You treat everybody like dirt. Yeah, and he's kind of like, well, Fowler's going to be here any minute. And they're like, I don't think he's coming. Yeah, Fowler's not coming. Yeah, Fowler's not coming. Um, because they're, they are still cutting back and forth to, to what's going on with Fowler. But um, they cut back and uh, Sweet is like pushing every, everybody's real close. And he's pushing everybody. He's like, who's going to do it? Who's going to be the big man? And he's like, you know, you, you, whatever. And then it cuts to like a fucking far away shot, this white plane. Yeah, there's like yeah. fog and there's and all snow, snow on the on yeah, the Yeah, because they're lake. out on a frozen yeah. lake, so and there is nothing around. And then <laughs> it's just fucking yeah. Mark Wahlberg walking across this frozen lake from, no, from nowhere. Myth, no vehicle in sight. No, How he, did he get there? He walked here. <laughs> he's been walking for days. <laughs> he's just like walks up and he's like, We're gonna fight now. <laughs> and like takes off his jacket. And he and he and Vic just get into a fucking fist fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and what's even funnier is like they could have ended it there because Sweet is unarmed. Yeah. And Bobby walks up with a pistol. Yeah. And he could have just shot him and pushed him in the water. Yeah. But no, it's gotta be a gentleman's fight. Yeah. yeah. He hands the pistol and his jacket over and decides to fist fight him on a frozen lake. Yeah, in like, the middle of nowhere. Like ten feet from a manhole cut into it. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty good fight. It's you know Yeah. It's it's a like a pretty hard scrabble fist fight. Yeah. yeah. Nothing flashy, no big, you know, crazy yeah. moves or anything like Just that. But real. Yeah. And then uh, this is your movie team. Would you like to talk about the, the finale of Mark Wahlberg in his very typical Bobby Mercer Superman style finally knocks out Victor Sweet. He doesn't totally knock him unconscious, which no. makes this that much more brutal because Victor Sweet is kind of just stunned, bleeding, yeah. laying on the ground. He's but he's drunk. blinking. Yeah. He's conscious enough. And they haul his body across the frozen lake and drop him into the frozen water in this manhole. And that's the end of supervillain Victor Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty good. Bobby Mercer kills him with his bare hands. It's There's a no little like and, and the power of cold, which right. is not his usual no, favorite. No, he usually exactly. likes the power of heat. Oh yeah. my god, it's so smart. There's no gas. Nobody, nobody's gonna see it coming, bro. 
Frozen Lake's like the total opposite of gasoline. I can't feel no fire here. I'll never see it. All right. So, like, look at it like this. Gasoline's a liquid, bro. And it gets hot when you light it on fire. A frozen lake is the opposite of that. It's a solid because it's ice. Ice is cold, bro. No one's going to see this coming. I think we're talking to, talking to the happening Mark Wahlberg now. It is. Be scientific, douchebag. But yeah, so real real twist ending here. But no, it's pretty, it's it pretty cool. Um, it's kind of the because like they all they all chip in to throw Vic in the hole. Yeah, yeah it's so, kind of the ending of Spider Man where they're oh. like, you mess with one New Yorker, you mess with all of us. So I was. And they all start throwing rocks at the Green Goblin God, or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of that, but with murder. But with murder. <laughs> I wanted to reference uh, Tim Burton's Batman again because it's also kind of like when the Penguin dies at the end and all the penguins scuttle him off into the That's water. Sadder. Is that, it, that is that is. Sad. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it is. It's very or much like more... pushing him off the ice floor. Yeah. And then at this point, some real good 70s style jazzy music plays. Yeah, and they, they cut to it's probably the best like postscript yeah. to a to a movie because like yeah. so we just watched the we watched the Octagon last week uh, for the show. And that just ends. Like literally like the instant yeah. the instant the bad guy's yeah. body hits the ground, it's like the octagon, yeah. the end, goodbye. It's no. like boom, done. And then the credits roll. Um, whereas this, like, it could theoretically have ended yeah. with them throwing, you know, but it's, some right. helicopter shot of the ice and whatever. Nothing. But it's yeah. got a good little postscript. Yeah, of, yeah, of the cops fucking, like, beating uh, the three, three brothers. The three brothers, three brothers in interrogation. Yep. Um, and just, like, punching them, slapping them around and stuff. And them all, in turn, telling the lead investigator that they and fucked his wives. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. And um, it cuts out to, um, what is uh, Jerry's wife's name? Camille. Camille. It cuts to Camille and Sophie out there yelling that they want to see their, their husband and boyfriend, you know, respectively. And then they get released because they, they don't they don't roll over. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and that's it. Yeah. And then they just, they, they do a cut scene to uh, Evelyn's house. Force yeah. Ghost Evelyn's Force house. Force Ghost Evelyn's house. And like there's kids in the neighborhood playing hockey on the yeah. street. And like it's a... And this is the only time in which Bobby sees Force Ghost. Yes. Yeah, as he also, finally gets a force ghost Evelyn vision yeah he sees her it might be a few weeks later even because a lot of the snow's gone yeah. yeah I think it's probably it's springtime it's, it's a real like the sun will rise again yeah. type of vibe yeah I mean a lot of the house is like starting to be put back together so mm-hmm. I'm sure that it was time but this is my biggest problem with the movie because as we've learned Mark Wahlberg can mend stone with his bare hands and right, yet like, he's there he, he's there and he's letting his, his brother Jerry like pour concrete yeah I don't it's understand like, it either he, yeah, could be, yeah. he could just be putting the whole house back together with his sheer will. Yeah. Use your magical mason he should just Right. He should just be sitting there, cross-legged on the lawn with no shirt, just meditating, and the house should just be building itself back up. I'd like to see that. I know you would. I, listen, I didn't say a single word about him flexing in that thermal until I'm, now. I know, your restraint. I'm very impressed by it. I phrased that like Yoda and I don't know why. I don't know why either. That was strange. I don't know why. Either way, any movie in which Mark Wahlberg flexes in a thermal, I'm giving it five stars. But this one warrants it. Yeah, honestly, like, he, but he, he looks really good. I know, of course he, he does. does. Like, he's in, he's in really good shape. Mark Wahlberg's usually in, in pretty good, good shape, shape but, but like... Yeah, especially in this movie, it's, it's a realistic good shape. He's not, like, there's unreasonably something, no, no. huge. Yeah, it's not like the crazy Hugh Jackman Wolverine. No, like, he looks thing. like he spent a lot of time in prison. Yeah. Which is a look I like, you know. It's a look I go, yeah. it's what I go for. It's kind of a but, thing. But there's know? also <laughs> something, for me, aesthetically, there's something about a guy gonna, you know, getting in a fist fight, whatever, on a frozen lake. He's just got a thermal shirt, but he also has like a weird gun belt. 
yeah. on, and he's still wearing like winter gloves because yeah. it's cold, and it just makes you look like more of a badass. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. This is all right. Despite his weird hair in this movie, which we did mention prior to this, him and Jack both have strange hair things. Yeah, yeah. Jack's hair is very. It's like it, it, it's like a transformer, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> But, um... But, yes, they're fixing up this house, and, uh... Yeah, he sees, uh... Bobby finally gets Force his... Ghost Evelyn. Force Ghost Vision. Yeah. What did she say? she say? She says, it's good to see him, and she hopes he sticks around a little bit longer this time. Oh, okay. And he said, yeah, I think I'm going to. I'm like, it's it's good. It's good. And the credits start, and then they do these four little vignettes of each of the brothers, like, in their past. Yeah. Um, so you see Bobby kind of when he was a... get a little backstory, kind of. Which so. is all stuff I think we've been told, but we get to see it briefly. Yeah. But yeah. Bobby as a hockey enforcer, um, so he's, like, roughing some dude up, you know, against the glass. And when he turns around, he's got a mouthful of busted teeth. Yeah. And the... Yeah, uh, Jerry's... Who's after that, Jerry? Jerry's doing, like, a union, union thing. thing. Yeah. Somebody pushes through the picket line. He's like, no, no, if you know, they're not working, none of us are working. He's like yeah. pushing the guys back. What was uh what was Angels? Oh, he was he was trying to get on a flight. He's trying to con his way. Yeah, he's he's saying con- his name is like Mr. Wong. Yeah, or he's, something. he's a con man. He's yeah. trying to con his way on a plane. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. it's real weird. And then uh and then yeah. ends with Jack on stage playing guitar and it's yeah, it's it's cute. Yeah. Yeah, well that's the movie. Yeah. Alright, so do you want to vote? I mean, it's not voting. I know. But it's to... it's yeah, it's the verdict. Would you like to it's weigh way, in? Weighing in, sure. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a great watch. Uh, yeah. Hadn't seen it before. Uh, enjoyed myself. Like I said, really like, you know, I thought a lot of the action sequences were great. And I thought the dialogue was pretty funny. I was entertained. It's not perfect, but no. it doesn't have to be for it to be enjoyable. No, like I said, there's some kind of wonky stuff in it. Um, tonally and um, some weird camera work and stuff. But uh, all in all, I, it's really solid and it's great character work. It's like, it's it's one of the better, it's almost like a character piece, but it's yeah. four of them. You know, yeah, it's pretty good. It's not like, yeah, it's not amazing. Not the greatest movie I've ever seen or anything, but it's a but solid. Still watch. a great watch. Yeah, I would recommend. Yeah. It's a great. It's a great watch. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I guess we already know you're. Uh... You know, I'm gonna say it's a great watch, but like clearly, you, Mark Wahlberg wears a thermal. You can bring great more suggestions. I guess I could bring. Hate. I guess yeah. I could bring a hate watch, but we started this podcast with me saying that it's magnificent. It's not. It's not any work of cinematic genius. Let's no. be clear, but it's a fun watch. Yeah, it is. And there are parts of it that are extremely well done. All right, I. Would would say this is you know totally fine to sit in and watch and whatever uh, uh but this is also a good movie to put on like at a gathering yeah um and if you want to drink to this movie i would say uh drink whenever mark Wahlberg is not scowling yeah it's the only way you're not gonna die because we used to play it the other way yeah. And uh, Mark Wahlberg does a lot of cursing, fighting, and scowling, and you can't drink when he does it because you won't get through the movie. So you yeah, have no. to do it. There's way less it's, screen time yeah. of him not scowling yeah. than him scowling. Yeah, if you really so, want to die, yeah. uh, I would say drink anytime anyone names one of the four brothers. Oh my god. <laughs> That's aggressive. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if anybody... Don't listen... We yeah. Play we're not we're risk. not being held responsible yeah. for anything that might happen if you should decide to play this game. Nah, but if you're in college and your liver is still pretty tip top and you know you really want to give it a kick in the sides. Yeah. Yeah, test it out, make sure everything's working right. <laughs> yeah, you want to find out whether <laughs> yeah. whether your liver works, um, or if you're looking to pee the bed later. Maybe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe drink every time anybody says one of the four brothers' names. All right. Well, that was four brothers. That's it. Hi. Hi. It's Allison. And Hunter. Breaking in. 
to inform you that we will have new episodes every, every other, other Wednesday. Wednesday. That's every other Wednesday. Wednesday. Find us on iTunes or moviejohn.com under podcast. Bye. Bye. You want to do the outro? Yes. Oh, yes. Um, so if uh, anybody out there, like we said before, want to write to us, you can get to us at writehwgw. That's W-R-I-T-E-H-W-G-W at gmail.com. Send uh, your news to Allison. <laughs> Fire hose, sure. garden hose, or yeah. pantyhose. Yeah, Any of yeah. The direct them to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Care of. I'm the CJO, Chief Junk Officer. <laughs> yeah, man. You earned that title. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> I salute you. <laughs> you can also find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, HWGW Podcast. All right. Thanks for listening. I'm Hunter Bush. I'm Allison Pulse. I'm Tina Villain. Bye. See you, bro. screen bro wild horses and that's it <laughs> and you better put trouble man under my name <laughs> so i yo I, can my character's name be trouble man <laughs> andre's jerry and then there's jack and an angel and i'm their other brother trouble man that sounds good dude i like that a lot <laughs> can we call a movie trouble man and his three brothers <laughs> oh my god <laughs>